What's going on, guys, and welcome to episode 173 of the Taste Cast, our weekly podcast and the best gaming podcast anywhere. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy on my left, your right. Chevy, hopefully you're doing really good. Hopefully you're ready to uh, talk a lot this week. We got this Tasty Cast you guys are watching right now. Then we got Plus Club we got to do this week. And then we got Game of the Month where we will be uh, discussing The Last of Us Part Two and revealing the community's pick for Game of the Month. Make sure to vote on this video. Just type in a game name. It'll go on the list. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, heading in October. So outside of gaming, spooky season. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of anime releasing next month, so I'll be busy with that. Uh, yeah, I also know that Square's onslaught of games are starting to release right now too. So there's a demo for the Valkyrie game, I heard, and for Harvestella, and yep. I think that's it. I need to try uh, those. I think I think Valkyrie came out on console. It's already out. Yeah, it's coming okay. out later on PC. So I'm just going to wait. I haven't seen a review for it yet. But I could be wrong. Uh, I just, it, the way their Twitter sounds, it sounds like it's either out or very, very soon. Hmm. Um, but I haven't tried the demo for that or Harvestella. I, I kind of, I want to, but I also don't because I just know the way Square's been handling their demos is it's like a chunk of the game and you get to keep your save type of deal. Yeah. But I don't plan on playing Harvestella on Switch. I plan on playing it on PC. So Yeah, that makes sense. I think it'd be kind of cool to play it on, on Switch. But yeah, if it's on PC, I'm going to play it there for sure. Because yeah. I just know I'll, be, I'll sit here and play it more than uh, than you know if I you know pick up my Switch or not. Yeah, that, Valkyrie, and is Star Ocean this year? I think it is. Probably. It seems like they're just like, as soon as... Like you said, the onslaught starts. They're just going to start fucking coming out. Yeah, and it's going to be for like two years, which yeah. is like insane to me. So I don't have any free time, man. Yeah, same. But yeah. I really feel that the last two weeks. So we've uh, we've really <laughs> had to cram in a lot of channel stuff uh, in like the last couple of days because of how busy it's been for the last two weeks. Speaking of anime, though, in October, uh, we just watched all of Cyberpunk uh, Edge Runners, and we had an hour-long review of that over on the Tasty Flicks channel. So if you want to see what we thought of Edge Runners and uh, an overall discussion on how it has uh, supported Cyberpunk 2077, make sure to go check out that review. It was a really good conversation. Uh, I actually listen to it uh, as I do with everything that we create um, just to, to make sure it's uh, worth listening to. Um, and uh, I enjoyed, uh, it sounds narcissistic, I enjoyed listening to us talk about it. So uh, I thought it was a good conversation. Hopefully you guys will as well. So go check that out. Um, and if you haven't watched Cyberpunk Edge Runners, uh, check it out because it's on Netflix and everybody's got Netflix. So in lots of languages. True. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, quick reminders, uh, uh, Need for Speed, Heat, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus and Toem are uh, the games still for PlayStation Plus. Make sure to play those. Come back uh, probably Saturday for no, no, no Friday. Wait, Friday for Plus Club. Soon. Uh, I, we got a lot going on. Uh, and we'll be discussing those and talking about the new ones. Um, they did announce them. It's like a Hot Wheels game, um, Injustice 2, and there's a third one that I completely forgot. Oh, I think it's uh, Super Hot. Yes. Yeah. Those will be the uh, PlayStation Plus games for October. So anyway, that's coming up. And then uh, Last of Us Part 2 is our game of the month. We'll be discussing that. Uh, that will be like Saturday. And then we'll be revealing your guys' picks. So again... Uh, Type in a game in the comments here, and we'll add to the list, and we will figure that out at the end of the week. All right, so uh, TasteCast, let's jump into what we've been playing. Um, we'll start with you. Okay, my list is relatively short, to be honest. Um, 
because uh, last week I didn't really play a lot. I've been mostly I'm playing catch up on Bleach because the new season's coming out next month. So, um, but I I played some Final Fantasy 14. We got people on. We're able to raid, and then um, even when the one person we have who um, has like a an end time. Uh, was leaving we still had someone our uh, our backup was also available to so we were able to actually go for twice as long hmm. which was really nice um, anyone who plays and is doing the savage uh, tier right now um, we are on the first fight still and the we're still working our way through the mechanical devour just kind of a quick way like explanation on how that goes um there's a mechanic where the boss will start like leaping all over the room and hit you once it'll take a lot of your health and then incapacitate your character from moving and you'll probably get hit again and it kills you so hmm. um we got the the circle one down pretty easily because basically like a marker will go all over the arena and it's a memory game on where he's going to land at that point. Okay. My brain doesn't work that way very well, but fortunately we have people in the group who can watch it and call out what it's going to be. Got that photographic memory. Yeah. Um, the one that's throwing me off still is one, uh, they just refer to it as zigzag, but it's basically like a Z pattern that happens back and forth. And, uh, that one throws me off every time for some reason. So trying to get the hang of that. So we can get past that. And then apparently that's kind of like the hard part of the fight. Um, if you can do everything before that, you can do everything after it pretty easily. So um, I feel like in another week or two, because we don't have long raid nights, um, we should be able to get through that and move on to, to hopefully the next fight. So hmm. um, been fun. Uh, you know, the only problem I have with it most of the time is um, adults have adult lives and aren't always available. So um, consistency is a little rough. So, but yeah, that's been fun. Uh, what else have I played? I played a little bit of Ark, not a lot. Um, I saw Josh was on there, dude. Josh has been playing a lot. I feel bad because I haven't had, honestly, it's mostly been time. I haven't had time to hop on. Um, because we were gone uh, one week, and then you were gone a second week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this week we've been kind of just like between filming and like, you know, doing other channel related things. Um, Playing The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had any opportunity to hop in. So uh, hopefully he sticks around by the time I get some free time so I can hop in there and, and, uh, and play some more. But. Uh, yeah. So in that kind of, at a, and I've said this a couple times now, but we're kind of at a stuck point where we mostly need to like, uh, bump up our, our dinosaurs to start doing boss fights. Uh, we have caught a couple of the ones we need. We just need to make an army of them at this point and then, uh, collect all the materials to open the boss doors and start doing that. So, um, that should be fun once we get there. Otherwise resource wise, we're pretty much through everything. Um, I don't think there's any resources we don't have access to at this point. So, uh, leveling is kind of this, the, the part that hinders you from all the recipes, but you know, I think once we get the boss fights unlocked, that'll be chunks of VXP. We'll be able to, to get to, to keep, uh, 
to leveling and hopefully get some more of those recipes. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, just kind of in a grind spot right now. And uh, I'm not complaining. I enjoy playing the game, but uh, there's not usually a lot to report on in that. What uh, what level are you now? Uh, I'm 76. Uh, the cap's 100, I think. Well, I think mm-hmm. it's technically higher than that if you do certain things but um it's remember last time we were talking about i think you were also 70 something like 70 yeah 71. so apparently it slowed down quite a bit a lot yeah because the things i'm doing just aren't giving them a gxp mm-hmm. um you pretty much need to be like killing stuff at this point so or building with materials that honestly i, I feel are better suited for uh weapons and not house upgrades so because um, metal though very accessible for us it's still something you have to like take the time to gather and then smelt down to bars and then build into these things and, and then the weight becomes a factor in that too we don't live close to metal so we have to transport it mm-hmm. it's just you know it's work essentially um and we're not it's not like we're playing pvp so we don't need the extra defense or anything so yeah. it would literally just because or be because uh we can and i'm just trying to get exp you know so um, I'll just get through killing at this point and and taming. So, um, yeah, free time is the thing I need right now, and I haven't had a lot of it. So, true. Yeah. Um, I don't think I play anything else. I think that's it. No Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I installed it, but I have I installed it during this week when we've been busy. So good intentions of playing it. <laughs> at least hopping in a little bit. I never beat the game, so yeah. like so, as long as. Steam has my save file. Should be good to go. Yeah, I think I want to start over, make a new character, because um, I have uh, finished the game, mm-hmm. and then uh, definitely check out the uh, Edge Runners DLC because it's. Uh, I mean, we we discussed this extensively uh, in our review, but uh, I think it's neat that they made something to go mm-hmm. along with it. So I would like to um, experience it. Well, I think they also just in the patch alone added a bunch of new guns too. So they added, I think, two or a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. but uh, they added a bunch of little things. But I would like to see where the state of the game is at. And because uh, last time I played it, it was fine. Um, and then, uh, and and when I last played it, there was like a huge update where like uh, NPCs would like look at you and stuff when they're walking, which was kind of nice. It, it seems like a no duck kind of thing, but like they did feel a little more robotic before that update. Um, but I barely played. So I'd like to see how much they did with that update. And then, yeah, by now they've done small things and now done the edge runners thing so definitely want to check all that out yeah plus it'd be good to be uh get everything all tidied up because i think they have a dlc they are making for it an expansion yeah expansion yeah yeah, yeah so. uh phantom liberty liberty right, right, right. which so. i am uh really excited to see what they do with that hopefully uh they said this is the only one they're making which kind of sucks because everybody assumed they're going to do two of them. I think they said that at one point. Um, so if they are in fact only going to do one, which you know people say things, I never take it too serious. So they could make a second one if this one does well. Um, Money talks, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, anytime people are like, "No, they," I'm like, "No, dude." Like that's it's dependent on the finance, financial situation. Like if they start like raking in money from this, they're not going to go like, "Well, we did say we're not going to do it." So yeah, fuck all that money. Um, what was I talking about, though? Oh, uh, I'm hoping uh, if this is the only one that they're doing, it's big. Yeah, it, it does something huge. Hopefully, it adds like features and stuff too. We only saw like the teaser for it, so um, hopefully, it's a uh, it's it's something um, really crazy. So, what else you been playing? Nothing. That's it. Nothing. Okay. Um. So I have 
been playing catch up the last couple of days. I'll, I like I have not been getting a whole lot of sleep, uh, so I've been feeling kind of uh, drained. Maybe that's why my I seem a little like. Blah, 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 blah. But uh, also been hitting the gym again, coming after or coming back from uh, uh, vacation, trying to get that going again. So uh, baby's tired, but I've been squeezing in games uh, and been playing the PlayStation Plus games mostly because I already played them earlier in the month, but um, I need the footage. So played them again, all of them. So that's Need for Speed, Heat, Grand Blue, Fantasy Versus, and Toem. We'll be talking about that at the end of the week. And then we have been making a uh, last-ditch effort to get some time in on The Last of Us Part Two. We've been making progress because uh, we're playing together um, just to kind of, uh, you know, it's like a 24-hour game, 28 or something like that. So uh, we're just trying to get through as much of it as we can, um, and for uh, with, without talking about the game itself and what we think of it, because we will be discussing that game of the month. Uh, just so you guys know what's going on with that, um, I'm playing New Game Plus because uh, I finished the game before. Chevy has never uh, even really seen anything. Apparently, you avoided spoilers, uh, which is insane. Um, and so they follow uh, zero gaming on Twitter these days. So yeah, well, that's <laughs> probably for the best. Um, and, uh, we are heading towards day two in the game. So I'll leave it there as we're out in the game though. So no promises of us being able to finish the game by the time we do game of the month, but, uh, we are making a lot of progress and, uh, yeah, we'll have a discussion, but, uh, it'd be best if we can get further into it so I can discuss more of it. So it will be a full spoiler discussion. Um, so, you know, if you haven't, uh, uh, played that, I will warn you guys again on that episode. Um, okay, so games I can talk about, though. Uh, played a little bit of Shatterline, which, in case you guys don't know, is a uh, free-to-play uh, game on Steam. I think it does plan on coming out to console. And uh, I was playing that before the Modern Warfare 2 beta, which I'll talk about, um, and before I got really into Isonzo. Um, and what it is, it is, it's a, it's kind of a Call of Duty-esque game. Um, kind of a hero shooter, but it plays more like Call of Duty, so it's not like, uh, you know, everybody's like a, a bullet sponge. Um, and it's pretty fun. It's uh, in in this time where we've been in this like drought of FPSs, which seems to be getting corrected pretty quickly soon. Um, it's kind of served its purpose as like a decent shooter. Um, you know, it's got like team deathmatch type stuff. It has an escort mode like uh, Overwatch. Do you see Overwatch is going to record your voice chat at all times and you're going to have to register your phone number to play the game? Uh, not that surprised, sadly. So that they can make you agree that you're not going to be an asshole in their game and they'll be able to track you. Like, I'm just like, holy shit. That cannot be the future of gaming, guys. Reject this shit. Anyway, it's got an escort mode, like Overwatch, where, you know, one one team is escorting the payload, the other team's trying to defend uh, against that. So, you know, if you want to not play Overwatch, you can play this, I guess. Other games offered as well. Um, and it has a really interesting system of... Uh, uh, there's five tiers of weapons. Uh, there's like an assault rifle, sniper rifle, shotgun, SMG, pistol. And as you level that up, you get attachments for those weapons. But then we get to a certain point, you get to tier two, and it's a whole new list of those guns, but different versions. So like a whole new assault rifle with different properties, a whole new sniper rifle with different properties. And yeah, so you have five tiers of that. So what's that? That's like 25 guns in total. Five, five tiers. Five and five, yeah. Yeah. 
um, which is a pretty interesting system. I don't, I don't know if I'm in love with it, but it's interesting. It's enough for me to go like, well, this is different. So kind of digging that. Um, one of my favorite things about the game, though, is it has this multiplayer mode that's uh, very serviceable. I think the aiming feels kind of wonky. It's like the one thing that kind of drives me nuts about the game. But outside of that, it's very serviceable FPS to play. Uh, a lot of cool abilities, a lot of uh, cool guns. Um, but it has a uh, uh, roguelite mode uh, where you go on runs with two other people, so three people. And uh, it's got this big open map, and it sends you in directions to uh, find things. And then random uh, missions will pop up as you're on your way to your main mission. And you go do those uh, fight enemies that will spawn there. And then uh, random perks and weapons will drop from a crate from those things. You can kind of build up your character and try and get as far as you can. You can evac at certain points in it to leave uh, for you know whatever rewards you have at the time or go further uh, with the, you know, the difficulty going up at that point. So you could lose everything. Um, it's a pretty fun mode it needs a little more work to make it a little more interesting but like you know it, it, it's serviceable it works but uh the thing that's cool about it is like all your progress on your weapons uh translates to the multiplayer component so um uh, I, I heard somebody saying like you know maybe somebody's not that good in the multiplayer but they feel like they're being held back from like tier three because they can't get the kills they need to get through the tiers to unlock new weapons people are like you can play that mode do the co-op you know level shit up from there right so i think it's a smart thing to um show the progress on both sides like that but uh but yeah it's pretty fun um i don't know if i'm gonna be playing it by the time modern warfare 2 comes out but uh as of right now it's been very serviceable and uh i would recommend it to anybody who wants wants to play a free-to-play first-person shooter so that is a uh, shatterline also it's uh it's pretty neat because it is a um uh, ukrainian dev team that mm. uh that made it, which, you know, during the times we are in right now, it's amazing that they were able to uh, get it out. So um, definitely uh, definitely cool to see um, a game from that part of the world. So uh, let's see. I played and am playing and have been playing a shitload of Isonzo uh, Italian Front, which is made by the same people. I forgot their name, uh, but the same people who make... Um, Oh no, for done, and they make another game too. Um, starts with a T. I don't remember what it's called. They have three of them. They're all uh, different fronts of World War One, um, and uh, so Isonzo is based in Italy, and uh, it's a first-person shooter. It is more akin to like Battlefield. It has one mode, and that mode is one team starts at uh, the attacker attacking end, and the other team starts as defense. And the maps are all these huge, long maps. It's like rush mode kind of in Battlefield uh, where you keep pushing the the front back and the other team's trying to defend. And uh, I've been having an absolute fucking blast with this game. Um, it's funny because you look at it. Uh, I posted a video on TikTok about it and somebody's like, well, is this game like old? Did it come out a long time ago? I'm like, nope, brand new. It's a brand new game. Because you look at it, I don't think it's a bad looking game, but it definitely looks like an indie game. Yeah. But when, you pl- when you're playing it, the features is what really makes it interesting so um you know it's world war one so every weapon is like um you know, like a bolt action rifle there's pistols but it's kind of cool because if you use a revolver you can shoot faster than like a bolt action rifle can but it doesn't have the range and also you have to reload every single bullet back into that revolver um there's a pistol um they have to feed the bolts back into it and it takes a while um and so there's kind of like pros and cons to using both. There's also, and I haven't used one yet, but there's like um, very 
early versions of LMGs uh, that it seems like you have to like get in position to shoot with them, but you can carry them. Um, I haven't seen anybody running and gunning with them. Uh, that would be very, uh, uh, it, it wouldn't feel right in that game. Uh, they even have a gun that's two guns welded together and they both have their own clips and you just sh- are essentially shooting two guns from one position. So it's really interesting to see. Uh, I don't know much about Italy in World War One, so it's really interesting to see uh, all this uh, authentic uh, weaponry from that era. But um, but yeah, the maps are really uh, really a lot of fun. They're super detailed, um, very varied in their locations. There's like mountainous regions and uh, forested regions you fight in, uh, buildings you can go in. Um, but yeah, it's got a lot of really cool systems. So um, I started playing Officer, which you can only have two of those on your team at a time. And Officers uh, start with a pistol and uh, a flare gun. And they're able to call stuff in. So when you have a flare gun, you can shoot it in the air. And if you open up your map, you'll actually see where the flare will go on the map. And when you shoot it, wherever it lands, it gives you visibility to call things in. Okay. And other people can shoot flares as well. And they'll start putting dots on the map. And when you go over to the radio, which only you can access if you're the officer, uh, you have these... um, a bunch of a th- bunch of things you can call in, but they're all on cooldown. And it's interesting because like the first tier of cooldowns go fast, and once those are done, the second tier is almost done, and when those are done, the third tier is almost done. So if you want like the really good stuff, you got to wait longer. Mm. But if you want like you know to drop some smoke in the area or something basic, you'll get those quicker. But you call those in, but you have to call them in wherever the flare dropped. Um, so there is a team element to calling things in. You can even like request flares, uh, so people will you mm. know okay. uh, drop them in for you. And uh, if you want some really easy XP, um, play officer because you're just getting passive XP for spotting bonuses, dropping things in. Uh, they also have a whistle, which, ha- which has a uh, uh, two things. Uh, you can. Um, when you pull your whistle out, you're able to either tell people to go to a place, and anytime your team goes to that, that point, you get XP. Okay. So it's incentivizing you to tell people where to go, and when they do it, you get rewarded. So a lot of times I like push with everybody, and when I get to the point that we're trying to take, I just spot that point. And even if I die, people are trying to take that point, and I'm just getting XP. So I'm like, this is fucking great. And then uh, the other thing they can do every 60 seconds, I think, or 50 seconds is they're able to whistle for reinforcements, which uh, makes respawns on your team instant. And so if you're not staying on top of that, people in the chat will start bitching. Like, officers, we, we shouldn't be having any delays, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, I'm fucking, I'm waiting. Like, I got five seconds of the cooldown. But uh, if you have two officers, you should be able to kind of keep that going. But yeah. it's a really interesting system because you have to be involved. And then, like, if you play... Um, you know, like some kind of rifleman, um, you, you're essentially there just as cannon fodder. You're around shooting things, but as you play, you like, um, you unlock like grenades and, uh, some people can like build things like, uh, places to get more grenades or more ammo. Um, one of the guys can build like a periscope, which is really interesting. So if you're in the trenches, you don't have to put your head over to get oh, shot. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, like, there'll just be a periscope there that people are, like, looking through to spot things. Um, and then there's a scout dude who has an increased run speed, but uh, and he has binoculars, and he's able to mark targets. So not everybody can spot targets. Only that guy can. 
And then when you kill those targets, that person gets XP. So, um, and the shooting's super tight. The guns feel awesome. That's probably my favorite part about it. You point a gun at somebody, pull the trigger. If it's not the side of their thigh, they go down, especially with a rifle pistol, sometimes two shots. But, um, you know, I'm the kind of guy who likes like hardcore search and destroy and like call of duty. I like, you know, hunt showdown and mm-hmm. Tarkov type games. So I like, uh, you know, the more hardcore experiences and Izonzo uh, definitely offers, um, that. So, um, yeah, all in all though, I've been really enjoying it. I've been playing the shit out of it. Uh, when I get, uh, in a groove in that game, I just can play it for hours. So, um, that's nice. Cause I normally will play a game for like an hour or two. I'm like, all right, I'm good. And I'll just go fucking do something else. Um, and yeah, I highly recommend it. I think, no, 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 it's, I was going to say, I think it's only on PC, but I had somebody correct me and tell me it was on uh, Xbox. Mm. So, and I think it's on PlayStation. I typed it in, I searched for it um, when I was gone and uh, DLC came up for it on PSN, but not the game. So I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, I don't know. I would, I have no idea. So. Yeah, it's really weird. So I think it's on everything. I highly recommend it if you like a more slower paced World War One style battlefield experience, especially with Battlefield not really existing anymore. We haven't had a good Battlefield in like two Battlefields. So um, yeah, if there's a if there's a Battlefield whole shape in your heart, play a Zonzo because it's really good. And I highly recommend it. Um, okay, and then the last thing I played was the Modern Warfare 2 beta, Call of Duty. Um, I'm sure a lot of people played this, um, and uh, I did as well. I didn't want to play it too much because your progress is not going to move over, so I was just kind of felt like I was wasting my time um, progressing in it, I guess. But what can I say about it? So um, I'm of the camp that the last good Call of Duty was Modern Warfare 2019. This is the sequel to that one. Um, I didn't like Cold War, um, but it's a Franken-Cod, so, like, you know, I understand the circumstances um, of why it was not as good as it could have been. I know some people really liked it. And then um, Vanguard. Vanguard was okay. It's better than I thought it was going to be, but it's not great. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, So going into this, I had high hopes, and for the most part, they're met. Um... I remember when Josh hopped on with me. He's like, so what do you think of it? Like without playing with me yet. And I was like, this is the best Call of Duty has ever felt gameplay wise. 100%. It's never felt better than this. Uh, But the game modes are what I expect. And I almost feel like it's muscle memory at this point to play these game modes. Um, They're not really, uh, you know, involving me too much mentally anymore. And the maps are okay. They're not bad. I've had a couple people tell me like, "No, they're really good." Blah blah. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just they're not they're not amazing. There's no middle in in yeah. today's world. So. Exactly, uh, and so that's pretty much where I'm at. So this game has features in it that I want most first person shooters to have. Um, there's a run. And then there's the tactical run, I think that's what it's called, uh, where you're running faster, but your gun's up. So there's kind of a, a, a risk there, but it gets you places faster. Um, that was in uh, the 2019 version as well. Um, really great feature. I think a couple of the games have tried that. Um, I'd like to see more do it. It's a really cool thing. Uh, Call of Duty in the past has had a dive button before, but they got rid of that. I think I was in Black Ops, and that's it. I don't even remember. Maybe another one. There might have been two. And that was always a lot of fun, but it was always like, why? Like, you can do it, but why? People would, like, die out windows and shit just because they could. 
And then the standard became slide onto your knees. And that's in like so many shooters now. It's not even COD that does that only. Um, it's, it's a bunch of games. And so that's kind of the expected thing. Well, in this game, they have both. So when you're running, you can slide down behind cover on your knees, or while you're running, you can hold the button. And uh, well, I, on I played on PS5 and uh, and PC, and so uh, on PC you hit the crouch button while you're running, and you'll slide. And if you hit the lay down button, you'll dive. But on uh, console, it's smart. You just either press it or hold it, and you'll dive. Um, and the thing I really like about that is it just kind of adds options in combat. I almost never dive. But I have a couple times, like when I'm taking, when I'm playing like domination, I'm taking like B or something. Um, I'll like run in there, I'll just dive onto the ground and start taking and hold the position. Um, but you know, sliding around your knees, I uh, I do that more often. They have a delay now, so you can't slide around corner shooting. That was a big thing for a while, and that's pretty. It's been a pretty mixed thing. Some people are really upset about that. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I I hate that shit. Not in all games. In Call of Duty. Um, cause a lot of people are like, well, it's a skill thing. Like, you know, if people can't get good at sliding around shooting, you know, that's on them. And I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's goofy. Yeah. That's my fucking problem. Just like the jump shooting. Some people are like, well, if you can't handle I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not a handle thing. I do it as well now because people are also doing it. So I'm like, might as well. I don't want the game to be that though. I don't want to be playing this military shooter where everybody's just sliding around on the ground and, and jumping around and shooting. It's just like, you got this like ultra realistic, looking gameplay you have a mounting system you can hang off stuff and shoot over it and you got people just running on sliding and jumping around i hate that shit so in this they've uh delayed when you can pull your gun up when you're sliding i appreciate that but what i was just talking about bunny hopping is very uh prevalent uh, at least in the beta and i'm sure it will be in the game um as soon as you jump you start shooting i would like to see when you jump your guns kind of down and maybe as you're coming down you can maybe pull your gun up mm. I'd be okay with that. I would like them to take away completely, but I can be met in the middle. Hopefully they do something about it, but if they don't, I'm not the type to, to, to whine about it. Um, it's just really goofy looking to watch so many people jump around corners. And uh, half the time, I just shoot them and kill them anyway when they're jumping. It's just stupid to watch everybody doing that. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's something. And then uh, the mount system's back, which is really nice. You can mount up on anything. This is something that... Battlefield played around with uh, a while back. I think Battlefield 3 or 4, I don't remember. You can mount certain things. And then in uh, Modern Warfare 2019, there's like you can mount on any surface. And it's amazing. And that's one feature I wish every first person shooter had. Unless it's like a game like Halo, you're like running and hitting each other a lot and shooting. I don't really need it there. But in a game like this, it's like perfect. It's such a, it's such a good system. Um, some people argue the mount is useless. And I'm like, I, I'm not using it all the time every once in a while like you know i'm running i see some people i mount up and then your stability goes goes up so mm -hmm. you're able to just like uh put more rounds into people easier it's a really good thing it's it's all options that's the thing i really love about the gameplay of uh of this one is it just allows so many options for scenarios and that's something call of duty's always been really good about since the original modern warfare is options uh you know before that fps is you just shot each other a lot and then they added like you know these like kill streaks and perks and all that stuff that really adds a lot of flavor and dimensions to to combat and this truly feels like a, an evolution of that in in the way that you uh move and are able to combat people so um i really like a lot of the options and then they've added um 
buttery smooth vaulting. It's, I was like, whoa, they got this animation down. Um, there's a point where I jumped onto a bench and behind the bench was an elevated like um, railing to a staircase behind it. And I just went like boom, boom, and just like jumped over them like, like almost like I was gliding over them. It was really nice. Um, what, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, you can now though, um, like in any game that allows it, if there's like a, a wall, you can grab it and climb over it. But now if you don't, it's funny, uh, instinctually when you do that in, in games, at least I do, I'll sit there and mash the button to get over the fucking wall quickly or the railing or whatever I'm trying to jump over. Um, and so I didn't notice it in the beta at first, but, uh, if you don't, click it a second time. You'll actually just hang off of that ledge. And then if you have a pistol in your loadout, you can actually aim over. Oh, okay. So that's kind of crazy to see in a first-person shooter because that's something you would expect in like a splinter cell or something like that. Mm -hmm. Also, what's kind of cool too is uh, if you have a primary rifle, whatever you're using, and you have a secondary pistol, if you go to pull your pistol, like Call of Duty's always had it so like... Um, your pistol will come out faster than than your rifle. That's kind of like an advantage. Like if you need to pull it, you can pull it quicker than your rifle. Like you're reloading, pull your pistol real quick. Now they've changed the animation to the point where when you're holding your rifle, you'll actually pull it over to the side and pull your pistol out. Oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah, and it's just like those small details are like, is what what's making Infinity Ward the Call of Duty like dev again? Is there actually evolving the game um whereas like i think treyarch is still just trying to like keep it feeling classic and fast-paced and crazy and uh you know i tell the people who want to slide around their knees and call of duty to go play the treyarch call of duties at this point because they're uh definitely trying to keep that stuff alive um whereas like infinity ward is definitely trying to evolve it into something more than it than it has been they're even adding it wasn't in the beta but they're adding a, a dmz mode um, that uh, sounds like it's going to be like uh, um, Tarkov or Hunt style game where you go into a place and extract. Okay. And so that'll be really cool. So they're definitely going in that direction of making like a more hardcore realistic style shooter. So that's pretty cool. As for modes, everything's pretty much as expected except for there's like a hostage mode which I never saw hostage in because one team would eliminate the other team uh, faster than finding the objective. So uh, that was interesting. There's a mode called Invasion, which I still don't understand the point of it. It is a huge, large-scale large map uh, with, uh, I think, 40 people on the map. And uh, AI enemies get dropped off in it too. So you always have things to shoot at, even if it's not a player. There's like... AI on their team and your team. And uh, that's that's kind of a cool thing. But the AI is not smart. They'll just like walk in lines and, and mm. take their time walking upstairs and shit. But there's no objective. It's just kill the other team and get points. And so it's like this huge death match, team death match with AI in it. And so I'm playing and I'm like, it's kind of neat. They got a big map with AI, but like. I'm already not a big team deathmatch guy. It's so like mind numbing for me to play that. Um, so to do it like at large scales, like not interesting to me. Um, 
but I've heard a lot of people say they like it. So that's cool. Feel like it. Uh, Search destroys back though. Domination's back. Um, all the things that, you know, you expect from Call of Duty. Um, Gunsmith is interesting. Um, especially in the beta because you could unlock certain guns, but you couldn't level certain guns. And I assume that's because it's the beta. They don't want you to see what it's like to level them up. But then to unlock weapons, you have to, I'm not, I'm still not sure how it works. Cause I was like level like 17 or 18. I mean, I didn't even unlock a new weapon yet, um, which was really annoying. I hope that's just the beta thing, but um, you can change out the receiver, the main part of the gun to a different type of gun. So like an S SMG receiver on your M16 you were just using, and it changes it into an SMG essentially, but you can keep like the parts you were just using as a rifle. So you can really start changing your gun into whatever the hell you want it to be. Okay. Uh, which is really cool, but also I saw a lot of people saying it's overly complicated. I didn't think so, but I could see why somebody would think that. It is kind of weird, but I get what they're trying to do too. They're trying to give you like total freedom on how you build your gun. Um, I just don't, I don't understand the unlocking system. I, I, I did unlock some guns after a while, but I don't know what the, the caveat to that was. I just all of a sudden had a receiver for, uh, I, I think it's called assault. I don't know if it's not an assault rifle. It was, um, pretty much semi-auto, uh, weapons. Um, I received the receiver for that and, uh, uh, hopped over and started using that and did pretty well with that. It was putting people down like two shots, but, uh. I don't know how I did it. It just all of a sudden was like, here you go. And I was like, okay, I should have had a new gun like at level five. Um, so that was kind of lame. Um, and then, yeah, the maps are, uh, they're fine. They're not bad. I'm not in love with any of them though. Some of them feel almost too big. There's like a museum level that has some cool stuff going on in it, but it feels huge for the amount of people or the, that are on that map. Um, and then a lot. So, I was talking with some people about this, and I, I think Treyarch makes the better maps of Call of Duty, and that might change because I used to think Infinity War was the best dev for COD, and I was like, Treyarch is now the best dev for, dev for COD, and now I'm like, Infinity War is again. But I still feel like Treyarch makes more interesting maps that are kind of built for more competitive play, but then we'll start feeling kind of like arenas, whereas like Infinity War's maps feel like sandboxes they're really big and open and have a lot of directions to go which i dig but it does start to feel like you're just running down big alleyways and vacant uh hollowed out structures buildings uh they can go upstairs and run downstairs but it's just like they all kind of feel like training ranges it's really weird so um which is which is fine it allows a lot of opportunity to uh go about the map in different ways. Um, but there's not a whole lot of personal flair to them that make them really like stand out to me. So I got two of the maps confused. We, we played one, Josh never played it. And then we started another map match and it was a different map, but I thought it was the same map. He's like, Oh, I haven't played this one yet. I'm like, this is the one we just played. He's like, is it? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, he was like, I don't think it is. I'm like, no, it definitely is. And then I ran around a corner. I'm like, wait, no, this is not, this is not the same map, but my brain was like, yeah, it is. So it looked very similar. Um, but yeah, they're fine. They're fine. I just, uh, I hope there's at least one map, uh, by the time the game comes out, that's like, um, 
really good. Um, what else? Guns feel good. Aiming feels tight. Uh, this isn't Shatterline. This is AAA Call of Duty, so it feels really good. Um, it does have that realistic flare, so guns have quite a bit of recoil. Um, you're not shooting laser guns, which is nice. Um, you have operators again. I don't think they have anything specific about them outside of the way they look, so that's preferable. Um, that's one mistake that Battlefield made um, in you know creating these hero style operators, um, which they're reversing now, which is ridiculous. Um, and yeah, overall it was, it was a lot of fun. I uh, I only got to like level. I think I got to like twenty six in the beta, but I was like, I don't want to keep playing this because I don't want to get burnt out on this game before it even fucking releases. It's coming out soon. Um, but it's really good. I'm really stoked on it. Um, and I do think Infinity War is making the best Call of Duties now. I am stoked to play the story. Um, I start to play more multiplayer. Um, yeah, so overall, really cool. And I think that's everything I've been playing. All shooters. It's funny, a couple weeks ago, uh, before vacation, uh, I've been talking a lot about like lack of first-person shooters, lack of first-person shooters, and how I haven't even been playing any lately. And then uh, recently, I just find myself playing more and more of them. So um, it's starting to get to the point where like you know I'm starting to just want to play that genre of game again. But uh, the options are fairly minimal. But slowly, we're getting more and more. And uh, some of the the uh, videos we have to watch here uh, will show there's more down the pipeline. So uh, anything else? you want to talk about no all right well let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing what games do you want to play what games would you recommend us play uh have you played uh first off have you played shatterline have you played Azonzo? and i'm sure plenty of you have played the modern warfare 2 beta if you have let me know your honest opinions about it uh what'd you like what didn't you like um i see a lot of people being very opinionated about it most people seem to be very positive on the game, but um, some people are upset with the the footstep sound effects and the TTK. Um, I think the TTK should be, uh, I think it should take less bullets to kill people. I think people are on the opposite end of that though. I think people want to be Halo and uh, I don't agree. So uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts about everything we talked about and uh, Modern Warfare 2 in the comments below. All right, so we got a couple of videos to watch today and I'm actually really excited to talk about some of these. But before we do that, we're gonna mix up things a bit. As you guys know, we got Tasty Flicks. That's our movies, anime, and TV uh, channel. Make sure to go subscribe to that for essentially anime. We've been doing mostly anime stuff over there, but I do plan on doing movie reviews once again soon. Um, but uh, this kind of coincides in both realms. Uh, the Last of Us has an official teaser. Uh, it's coming out on HBO Max. I haven't watched this teaser yet. Um, but uh, yeah, it's based off a video game, so we're going to cover it here. And uh, I'll probably just upload this on Tastyflix as well. Um, so yeah, The Last of Us official teaser on HBO Max. Uh, before we watch this uh, and finally see what this is looking like, uh, do you have any anticipation for this? Are you interested in watching this? I know you do like The Last of Us. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about Last of Us Part 2 because we are currently playing that uh, soon. But uh, what, what's your general thoughts? Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't really have a, a whole lot on it. I, yeah, I pretty much have discarded the idea of watching 
television or, or even honestly movies. So, um, if it looks good and, and then it comes out and people say it's good, you know, I'll probably be inclined to want to maybe check it out. But, um, other than that, I have pretty non-existent expectations of TV these days. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in the same page, uh, except for when it comes to HBO, I think HBO still makes some quality content. So I'm glad to see that if there is going to be a last of us, um, show that's going to be on HBO. Um, even with some of the stuff that like, you know, some of the other streaming services are trying to provide, uh, in like, uh, premium quality, uh, shows, it still seems like they all can't hit the same, uh, stride as HBO has been able to do. So, um, I'm glad they, they went with this. Um, but yeah, I agree. I don't really watch a whole lot of TV either. Uh, I still haven't watched, uh, rings of power. Is that what it's called? Lord of the Rings show. I have no idea. Yeah. I, uh, I haven't watched that. And the uh, Game of Thrones prequel, uh, I forgot what it's called. Uh, I haven't watched that either. So, um, yeah, I haven't been watching things. Except for anime lately. So, which I know you can uh, you can relate to. Yep. Let's see. That and YouTube are the only things I watch. So Yeah. Um, so, my thoughts, though. Uh, I'm a huge Last of Us fan. Um, I love... Uh, the original Last of Us. I will reserve what I think of Last of Us Part Two for our review. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I should be excited for this. But my thing is, is, I don't think The Last of Us really needed a show or a movie. Um, that's where I'm kind of at with like Metal Gear Salt as well. I'm like, there it exists as a cinematic experience that you can play. Um, I'm not opposed to it, uh, these things happening. But um, I just feel like they're unneeded. So hopefully they can do something that... that merits doing this um i know they got pedro pascal uh playing joel which i don't know how to feel about that he's he's a good actor he's good in like uh, the mandalorian and a bunch of other things he's been in uh game of thrones um but uh he doesn't really look the part and neither does the girl i forgot her name uh playing ellie but if they play the parts well i won't care um but uh, I already know that they're changing some stuff in this from the uh, game, um, and that's fine because I get it. it doesn't need to be the exact same. Um, but uh, and Neil Druckmann's actually overseeing this as well, so that's that's good. Uh, it'll at least have some authenticity there. But um, yeah, it's, it has to offer something that I didn't get from the excellent game already. Because if if this show is even like okay. That's fine, but the game still exists, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna want to lean in that direction. So, um, yeah, to say uh, I'm hyped for this, I can't. That's I'm I don't know if I am hyped for this, but I will watch it for sure. I'm definitely curious on how they execute this. Um, but yeah, maybe after watching this, I'll be I'll be really hyped for it though. Uh, do you know anything about this? Nope, the show at all. Okay, so I guess we'll watch this and then we can uh, discuss what we saw. And yeah, so this is Last of Us. Official teaser in three, two, one, go. Let's see what kind of song I get in trouble for. The roses have faded, there's frost at my door. The birds firefly in the morning iconography. The grass in the valley is starting to die. And out in the darkness, the whippoorwills cry. 
Definitely got some visuals straight from the game. So that's good to see. Chernobyl is actually really good. Probably early, I assume, because it looks pretty done. All right, uh, impressions. I mean, tonally, it looks like um, you know they have the right direction for it. Um, I definitely recognized uh, aspects of it uh, from the game, which I can appreciate because that's one of the biggest complaints we always hear from people when it comes to video game movies is like they don't they don't do anything that happened in the game really they just will match outfits match names and after that it's just like their own thing so it is nice to at least see the same scenarios yeah um i don't really have any i guess hard opinions about the casting it's always a little jarring because like you know there's a st- an established appearance obviously that we're used to but mm-hmm. um the point of acting is to play a part. So um, without actually seeing them play that part, I can't really have a hard opinion. But mm-hmm. um, initial impressions is um, I think the male actor looks pretty good. Um, I think the character playing Ellie or person character, <laughs> the person playing Ellie. It's not a real person. Um, visually is pretty off. But again, it, yeah. that's... That's not a hundred percent that important. So um, you remember her from Game of Thrones, the little girl. She's like the little leader chick who gets killed at the end. Oh, spoiler! Yeah, 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 okay, okay, yeah, yeah it's yeah. her. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it looks fine. That's that's how I feel too. I think it looks fine. Um, this is a Call of Duty map situation. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I uh, I think it looks fine. I, I am happy to see uh, recognizable things because that is telling me Neil Druckmann's involved. He knows the people who bought his game and played his game and loved his game. So he's definitely uh, given us something. Uh, but it's also going to be, uh, or it's got to be accessible to uh, HBO Max viewers who have never played the game too. So True. that's kind of a balance you have to uh, do. And it seems like it's going to be able to do that. The The story of The Last of Us is a story I think uh, transcends games uh, in the sense of like, you don't got to be into video games to enjoy that story. So it is the perfect story to translate to a show for everybody. But I am glad that they are nodding at us, the gamers, um, the fans of of the original game, uh, with a lot of what we're seeing here. So I like that. Um, I will be watching this for the performances and to see what they do differently. 
um, mostly uh, just because it does look very similar. So I could just play the game and enjoy the gameplay while also enjoying the amazing performances um, in that game. But uh, but yeah, I agree. Uh, Pedro Pascal, um, he yeah, he looks fine uh, visually, but I've seen him um, in things already, and he already does play that protective father type uh, character in Mandalorian. So um, he's going to be able to do that just fine. I, I'm sure of it. Uh, she did fine in Game of Thrones. I know a lot of people really liked her. I forgot her name. Um, I thought she was fine in it. Um, she'll probably be, probably be fine here as well, um, but she definitely doesn't look like Ellie, but uh, uh, Ellie doesn't exist. So, you know, you, right. it's going to be hard to find somebody who looks like um, the character. And I al- always get kind of annoyed too when, you know, do your fan casting. That's fine. Like it's fun or whatever. But some people will just try to cast people based off of how close they look to the character and not their range in acting. And I think the acting is more important than how much you look like the character. It would be nice if you did look closer to the character. Um, but if you can't play, if you have like a shitty actor who looks like the person, it's just going to be a bad movie. That, you're just yeah. going to make a bad movie at that point. So um, if you get somebody who's a good actor, I'm going to forget in five minutes about how they look because they're pulling it off. It's so much more important to me. Um, but it is jarring at first, but we haven't watched it like you said. So without seeing the performances, we don't know. The only reason it's jarring is because you have a preconceived. I got Ellie and Joel in, my, Joel in my head from the hours I put into The Last of Us, and now I'm looking at people who someone's telling me is Ellie and Joel. Hmm. And so without seeing them in action, I can't go, oh, yeah, no, that's them. So, um, But then also when you translate anything from book to movie to video game to whatever, um, you have to allow it to be a translation and retelling of the story already. So you have to give it freedom to look different, do different things. If it's too far off, they, you know, don't respect, respect the original property, but yeah. Anyway, um, all in all, um, it, it looks quality. I am stoked to see the dude who worked on Chernobyl working on this, um, because that was really good. It does visually look similar too. Um, and, uh, they got some good actors in here. So, but, uh, really this, this trailer does just seem like it's for those people who, you know, don't know much about this guy. Oh, that looks cool. And for us who uh, uh, played the game, it's just going like, yeah, it's here it comes. Like, this is what it's going to look like. Like, you'll know, be ready. So on that, we didn't get a lot of, you know, that wasn't like a story trailer or anything like that. That was just kind of a, you know, official teaser. So, and I thought it looked pretty decent. Looks like it's got a budget. Um, not that it really needs one too much. I think the only thing I really need a budget for is the clickers. Outside of that, it's a lot of people in desolate, remote areas doing a lot of dialogue. So, and then, you know, shooting people. So, yeah. All in all, though, it uh, looks cool. And I will definitely check it out, even if I'm not like super hyped for it. I feel like I have to watch it because I love the original game so much. So, anything else you want to say? All right. Well, let us know in the comments what you guys think about The Last of Us official teaser. Did this do it for you? Did it not do it for you? Or somewhere in between? Uh, what are some of your observations? What are some of the things you noticed? Um, some things uh, that look similar to the game that you recognize? Maybe some things that look completely different? What do you think about the casting? Uh, what do you think about uh, the people playing these characters? And, and maybe you've seen them in other things um, that would uh, that, that would have you um, hyped or concerned about um, them playing these characters. And what do you want from this show? Uh, if anything at all, let me know everything you think about in the comments below. 
All right, talking about shooters, a new shooter was revealed called The Finals. Uh, I actually saw this on Twitter. I have not watched the trailer, but uh, I heard about this on Twitter via Jeff Keighley, um, who uh, you know is always trying to jump at announcing and telling people about anything he can. Um, he's already advertising for uh, the Game Awards, and I'm just like, that motherfucker just is like 24-7 all year, every year, just getting ready for the next event. Um, and yeah, um, I did see a little bit of this, though. Um, and a couple things I want to kind of uh, talk about um, that's interesting about this game is uh, this and like three other games are coming out on Nexon soon. So apparently Nexon's going back full into uh, putting out like actual PC games and not mobile games because way back when they were like the premier free-to-play hub for games and then they went to mobile for a while doing like phone stuff I'm playing one of their mobile games right now so yeah and uh recently we're seeing the first descendant which is a uh unreal engine 5 uh almost outrider style shooter mm, yeah, that's yeah. coming out to nexon uh the finals will be coming out on nexon or at least in partnership with nexon um, and I think Arc Raiders, which is the other game uh, these guys are working on, they're working on two games right now, uh, is also, uh, I think, going to come out on Nexon, or at least in partnership with Nexon. I think Nexon has sold a game before, so I don't remember what that was, though. Interesting tidbit, though. Um, the people making this game and Arc Raiders uh, is called Embark, and uh, it's ran by the guy who used to run Dice. Okay. So... Um, it's interesting because people keep making the joke that that's why Battlefield 2042 sucked. I mean, maybe. Is because <laughs> I guess he took people from Dice with him to make him bark. And uh, that's kind of uh, kind of interesting to see that not only has he, he did the, uh, the respawn thing and just like bailed from one company and created his own uh, with a name and uh, is already producing two games at once so that's pretty wild so anyway we'll watch this and we'll talk about more details on it i know uh, quite a bit about it because i was curious about it and uh yeah you've not seen or heard anything about this nothing all right this is the finals official alpha playtest trailer warning flashing lights okay thanks uh in three two one and go in the finals if you can see it our contestants can probably destroy it the arena has loaded. Here we go! There's that fucking battlefield destruction that we did in 2042. what we think um 
So visually, like graphics wise, it looks it looks pretty good, and the destructibility looks good. But that's kind of where it ends for me. Mm. Um, I think the style is kind of dorky, and the Jedi Force powers that were constantly being used to pull things at you, um, I'm not really into that either. Uh, the foam thing, mm-hmm. whatever that is, gives me kind of like Fifth Element vibes. Like the is it Fifth Element? I can't remember the. Instead of like a airbag in the car, the oh, car yeah, fills yeah. up with foam or whatever. But uh, I see it's like supposed to be like a utility, like wall or bridge making thing. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I mean, yeah, I, it <laughs> very plainly to me, you know, it just kind of looks like a, a competitive shooter that's meant to be uh, a little more on the hyper side. So, yeah, um, my my impressions of it uh, without the details. Um, I think it looks really good graphically. It does kind of remind me of Battlefield visually. I mean, it's more cartoony looking, but like it's got like that soft glow to everything that Battlefield has. And it looks like it's trying to be realistic looking. So it's it's interesting. Also, the movement reminds me of Battlefield as well. So you can definitely tell people who worked on Battlefield are working on this. Um, the destructibility is very interesting to me because that's something people are still not really doing a whole lot in anything really i mean like red faction gorilla came out a long time ago with insanely impressive destructibility and we haven't seen anything like that in a long fucking time really weird to me um and so to see a online shooter where the buildings are being ripped up and they're collapsing um seems like where levolution and battlefield 4 should have went and didn't it's really weird um so it's so interesting how much uh, stuff in this reminds me of what Battlefield should have went towards. Not that it needed to be uh, hyper, all the buildings are collapsing nonstop kind of game, but it does seem like a lot of the uh, DNA from where Battlefield was going originally uh, is kind of here, mm. um, which is interesting. Uh, gameplay looks cool to me just because I do like uh, fast-paced shooters, hyper shooters. Um, TTK will matter, but uh, there's no way to tell right now because... You know, I haven't played it, but um, and we didn't see enough gameplay to really tell uh, how many bolts it takes to take people out. But um, uh, it does look cool. One concern I had when I saw this originally, the little clip that I did see, uh, is I was worried that it's a battle royale. I read an interview, though, that uh, they uh, clarified this is not a battle royale. So uh, that's good. They also said that it's not a hero shooter. They call it a hero builder. So I don't know what the fuck that means. Um but it's cool that they kind of already kind of cleared up some of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really intrigued by it. Uh, if it is going to be a free play game, um, I'll be curious to see how they do microtransactions. Cause that will kill the game for me. If they are egregious, um, I don't care how fun it is, uh, because I just, I like premium games. So, um, and it just feels, uh, kind of like a waste sometimes when, uh, you get a game that looks really cool, really exciting. And then like it's held back by like, uh, battle passes and cosmetics and all these things that you got to pay for, um, which I guess a lot of premium games do that as well. But it's just more likely to be in a free-to-play game in, in more egregious ways. Uh, the fire looks amazing in this, uh, and the lighting looks really good. It looked like we had some night scenes there, which are pretty cool. And uh, guns look pretty decent. Can't really tell a whole lot here. The Jedi mind trick power thing, I don't know why you're doing that. Um and in a fast-paced shooter, I don't know how inclined I'm going to want to be to just be sucking things up and throwing them. It seems like I'd rather just point the gun at things and shoot. 
But with the destructibility, it kind of makes sense if you find like a explosive can or something like that to shoot it into the wall. Um, they also definitely are uh, taking into consideration the, uh, I'll just say international market with the uh, dead people turning into money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair. So. Fair point. Especially if it's coming out on Nexon. I'm sure Tencent owns a part of Nexon. Probably. I'd be surprised if they don't. Um, but yeah, good observation because I didn't think about that. Uh, a couple things I read, though, that I thought were kind of interesting is I guess almost everything is destructible. Almost everything on this map, which is, regardless if you like destructibility or not, is impressive. Uh, it's pretty wild that they created an engine or whatever engine they're using. I'm not sure. Maybe it's Unreal 5, but I don't know. Um, pretty crazy that you're going to be able to destroy like everything. Um, they said they want every match to feel like it's evolving as you're going and giving you new opportunities and new ways to play in every moment. Um, so that's pretty cool sounding to me as well. Um, that foam gun, I guess you can build bridges with it, uh, as we saw in the trailer, but also it will hold things together. So if a building starting to collapse or break or walls are starting to fall over, you're going to be able to glue them together which is kind of crazy to me as well. Although I don't know if that's going to be a component of the game where you have to constantly be pulling that thing out to do that, in which might be cool, but also might be kind of annoying. But, you know, with the stagnation in FPSs, I'm open for people trying new things. Um, and, uh, yeah, I forgot if they said anything else that was really... They, they said that hero builder thing, but I don't I don't know what the hell that meant. Unless they're meaning that you're playing hero dudes and building. I don't know if they're going for the Fortnite crowd with this game. Um, Might just pick perks as you go. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm sure there'll be more details as they go. But uh, but for me, as a first-person shooter fan, I am definitely interested in this. The biggest thing that I'm not interested in is that it is going to be partnered with Nexon. Because that means it will most likely be a free-to-play game. And it will most likely not be a full experience that I want from a game um, you know, of this seeming quality, I guess. Um, but on the uh, the note of Embark, uh, the company that the the dude from the CEO of Dice became the CEO of this and bring people over from Dice, uh, I find it fascinating that they're making this game. And then uh, you said you forgot Arc Raider, so we'll just look at that real quick. We're not going to watch it with the music on though, because that's a uh, it's got a song that'll get us in trouble. But uh, this is shown off Game Awards 2021. Um, but this is the other game they're working on. And it's like a third-person co-op game. So it's really kind of fascinating to me that this dev is just working on two completely different games right. like this. And I remember you were interested in this. So was I when we originally saw it. Um, so it seems like they're covering their bases almost. Like, we're going to get the co-op people, and we're going to get the competitive people. So, really interesting, just to kind of see what they're doing with that company. And I'm also interested in that. So, uh, we'll see what they do with both these games. I'm definitely interested in them. And, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say on the finals? Mm -mm. All right. Well, uh, let us know in the comments what you guys think of the finals. Uh, anything you noticed that you want to bring up? Does this look like a game you want to play? Uh, what do you think they're going to do monetization-wise? Do you think it's going to be a premium game? Do you think it's going to be a free-to-play game? Uh, what do you think about the destructibility? Is there any details you've read that I did not cover? And uh, what do you think about uh, people from DICE leaving DICE uh, to create this uh, company and make two games at once? And what do you think about Arc Raiders? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. 
Last video we're gonna watch, we're going through these quick. Let me check what time. Oh, this might be a short taste cast, but that's fine. We got a lot of shit we gotta film this week. Uh, the video is Wild Hearts, which got a reveal trailer 17 hours ago as of filming. Um, and this apparently is a collaborative effort between EA and Koei Tecmo um, to make a Monster Hunter uh, rival. Um, apparently from what I read, People who worked on Tokaiden and Tokaiden 2 okay. are working on this. So this is just another Monster Hunter game from them, which I think is really interesting. Um, and it's interesting. It's EA working with them. Because, like, what does EA make? Nothing. Unfinished well, well, games. Lately, they don't make anything, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of crazy. So um, anyway, uh, I've played Tokaiden 2 a little bit, but not, not a whole lot, honestly. It was kind of cool. So the idea of them making something is interesting, I guess. But uh, do you have any interest in a Monster Hunter competitor outside of? Um, I mean, I I don't free to play one. I don't really. Oh, Dauntless. I didn't Dauntless. like Dauntless, but yeah. Um, I mean, if it's a good game, yeah. I I don't. Uh, I don't know what I'm getting into here, so it's hard for me to say. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's just watch this so we can talk about it. This is Wild Hearts in three, two, one, and go. Oh, it's interesting. It's going through EA Originals. That's normally like uh, indie stuff. Yeah, it's their indie program. I like the visual style. So, visitors to the land of the East. You do realize Ozma is fraught with danger. This is just straight up a monster in the game. Though that monster's huge. The kimono grow ever more desperate. They battle for territory. They clash for prey. But in you, in you, about what that it's like they, yeah, built this. Is the power to stop this. In you, there is the seed of invention. You need only hunt. That's cool. Trust that in so doing, the seed will soon grow. Oh, so it's got you to will become up. a force of nature. Interesting, you have like equipment like that. Oh, the, the magic cube that builds itself. Yeah, I don't know what that's about though. I like how there's like we gotta make really big monsters. That's our thing. Um, yeah, and the thing I read said that um, they're going after like the crafting aspect. 
They didn't mention Monster Hunter, of course, because why would they when they're talking about their own game? But they said they just really wanted to make a game where crafting was the biggest element of it uh, for progression. Um, and yeah, outside of that, I don't know anything about this outside of what we saw, but it seems pretty straightforward. So what do we think? Um, so visually, it looks pretty cool. I like the uh, the style and the uh, the fantasy you know feel of it or whatever. Um, Outside of that, it's hard for me to have like a really hard opinion because a lot of it was just like snapshots of, of visuals, which mm-hmm. you know were enjoyable, but they showed like almost zero combat, um, which is going to be the most important part of the game. This is one of those times where I'm like, I just need to see some like unedited five minute combat gameplay. Yeah, because you can make you know a Monster Hunter style game, and I I welcome obviously anyone's take on a genre because like they could bring something to the table that doesn't exist right um but all i i got out of this was like the visual style which again i said i i do enjoy um and then the magic for lack of a better term fortnite cube that you get that just makes random stuff uh it seems gimmicky but you know it could be fun i i don't want to judge too early on that um i just i think it, it's kind of dorky looking the way it works um, i I like what it's doing, but I don't. I do also think it's kind of like where this builds a tower and things come out of the tower. I would almost rather you just bring that hammer contraption with you, plant it on the ground, and then does it, but not build up. It's an aesthetic thing for me, but yeah, I, I'm kind of on the same page as you. Yeah. Um, then yeah, I mean, just it's without seeing how it plays in like the games, like systems and stuff like that. Um, it's gonna be hard to have a, like a, a hard opinion, but you know I have a vague interest in it right now. So yeah, yeah, that that is kind of a thing that the, with all the stuff they are showing, they're showing a lot. Honestly, uh, they're not showing the combat a whole lot. They're showing people swinging and then cutting to to stuff. So uh, I would like to see what the combat looks like um, without the the jump cuts because uh, that's one of the best things about Monster Hunter is the way the combat feels the Agreed. timing the the abilities you can use per weapon stuff like that uh the combat's awesome uh mixed with these big crazy fights with these huge monsters and you know there is you know bombs and traps you can leave on the ground so uh there are like contraptions and stuff you can build a monster hunter um but the gameplay is key and and they really got it down especially with the last two iterations of monster hunter um and so uh yeah, if you want me to be like you know as excited, maybe I, I need to see the combat being uh, pretty decent because like I didn't dislike Dauntless. I wasn't bored when I played it when we had to play it. I think it was like Plus Club or something. I don't remember, but um, it was Game of the Month. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. We played it for the channel, um, but every time I played it, I just thought this is Monster Hunter Light. Um, it is a light version of. It wasn't offering anything crazy that would make me want to choose that over just playing the excellent game that is monster hunter world or, you know, rise or whatever. Um, and so, uh, there's room for the games like that. Um, and this does definitely seem like it's offering some stuff, but yeah, if that combat's not that great, uh, you know, it's not going to keep me around for very long, but the game does look like it's of uh, good quality. Um, I am stoked that it is Koei Tecmo working on it and not like EA because I have more faith in them, sadly, uh, than EA, uh, you know, publishing it, essentially. Um, it is a very interesting uh, collaboration. Um, 
but yeah, graphics look good. Uh, the monster design is uh, interesting. Um, they're almost mythological looking. They're not like uh, they'll, they're kind of scary looking, but like they're just like they look like I don't know of, of myth and legend. Um, I do like the Japanese samurai aesthetic. Um, it seems like everybody kind of has that going on, so um, it's probably you know the theme of it. Um, monsters are huge. They all seem like they go from like a pretty decent side, size to gigantic. Um, so that'll be interesting, but again, I need to see that combat to really have a strong opinion on what it's gonna be like to fight them. Um, I do like that there are things you can bring in to use against them. Like all this looks awesome in terms of uh, tools to use, but I, I am of the camp, the camp we just created, that that box thing, uh, you know, I guess I'm gonna have to either play it or see it in action without the edits to maybe get sold on it. But as of right now, aesthetically, I don't think it's that cool looking. It's kind of weird to me that they all just come from that. Um, but the guy in the trailer did show a little cube that he was holding. So maybe, I don't, I don't know why they're doing it that way, but whatever, it's not a big deal. Um, and the world looks cool. It uh, it looks really clean, and uh, yeah, I like the Japanese aesthetic. So overall, uh, it's definitely a game that I'm interested in, um, and I will keep an eye on it for sure. Um, because yeah, I feel like there should be more monster games. There's not very many of them. There's Dauntless and Takaiden and oh, uh, the Final Fantasy one, which I wish I would make like a a console modern version. It's of that. even hard to bring that one up because it's uh kind of like a, a one-off on a handheld so yeah and it's really neat but yeah if they can make like a ps5 new one like you know like legit premium graphics that would be awesome because i think the the emphasis on classes and that was really cool yeah um but it's a mobile game so it's uh not the highest quality but overall this is looking really cool i'm definitely interested in it and i will definitely keep up with it um and yeah, it's cool to see the people who worked on Takaiden, as far as I know, uh, working on essentially uh, Takaiden 3, um, spiritual successor. But yeah. Anything else? All right. Well, let us know in the comments what you guys think of Wild Hearts. Is there any info about this that we should know about? Let me know in the comments. Uh, what did you notice in the trailer that is uh, something that has piqued your interest? What do you think about the box? Do you know anything about the box? Should we be excited for the box? What do you think about what comes out of the box? The hammer is pretty cool. I like that. It stretches back, hits people. What do you think about the aesthetic? What do you think about the monsters? What do you think about a game uh, sharing the the landscape of the genre that Monster Hunter has essentially created? Uh, is there room for it? Do you want more games like this? Do you think no game is going to be able to compare to Monster Hunter? So why even try? Um, you know, I would disagree with that. But if that's your opinion, let's talk about it. And uh yeah, let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to Wild Hearts. But I think that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast, episode 173, I think. I think it's 173. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Uh, check out our socials and streams. Links down below. Link down below. Uh, check out our Discord. Link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form, check out our um, Patreon. If you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, um, sharing and subscribing for brand new and uh, I have TikTok so if you'd like to see what I do over on TikTok find me there Tasty Luke Gaming Tasty Senpai I always forget one it always says Tasty Luke Gaming and Tasty Senpai I'm like I don't know I'm sure you can search both and find me but yeah find me there and 
Yeah, I've been Seth, and uh, thank you for joining me, Chevy. And thank you, all of you, for joining us for this episode. And until next episode, which will be Plus Club, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.